0: Wait, just to um, check something as well. You're perfectly happy with us releasing this episode, right? Yeah. Okay, I just want to confirm. I just want to get your consent. Do you consent?
1: Yes. Thank you. (laughs) Do I get the consent to slap you? Yes, please. (laughs) No! We're supposed to
0: demonize! (laughs) (laughs) What's up, what's up, what's up? welcome back tonight <laughs> what are you gonna say you know what's up what's up, what's up what's up guys welcome back to another episode of low high trips low and high today trip. we're gonna be talking about what, what are we gonna talk about uh
1: demonizing people humanizing people
0: yes i think humanizing slash demonizing slash being petty slash revenging against people who has wronged us in the past or we perceive to have wronged us this Is that the topic that we're going to talk about today, Casey?
1: I didn't sign up for this, but okay. Yeah,
0: super you candid. just super <laughs> Just, like, just, no, yeah, just jump into it. Oh my God. So, first question. Are you petty? Do you, do you reckon that you're petty?
1: <laughs> Did you just do this to attack me?
0: No, I'm not doing this to attack you. But if you feel <laughs> I'm attacked, gonna
1: take it personally. if the shoe
0: fits. Cinderella? Shut
1: up. Yes, I am petty. It's literally my personality trait, okay? I'm not proud of it, but kind
0: of okay when you mentioned petty like like what would you like to elaborate
1: I see like uh i don't know i'm just like i feel like if you don't you don't do me wrong then i wouldn't you know do shit to you but i i'm not the type that oh it's okay i'll let it let it go i'll let it slide I, i don't
0: so you don't forgive
1: yeah i don't forgive
0: is it because it's all about like justice, like someone do something to you, and then okay to make it fair, to yeah. make the whole equation fair, I need to do this back.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think I'm really firm on it. I think I don't know. I'm just kind of built like that. Like I was like this since I was like primary school. Like now I look it back, I be like, wow, damn, like dang, I've been like this the whole time, huh? Since I was like probably like eight or nine years old. But I just kind of have that mindset. Like what the fuck, you know, you do this, you do this to me, I'm gonna, you know.
0: But yeah, I mean, first of all, good on you for having the self-awareness, though. Like, first of all, you are self-aware to recognize this. And second, you're like, you know that this is happening and you mm. admit it. So I think that's like a whole layer being um cracked. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I think some people are completely ignorant. They don't even know that they're being petty. Yeah. They're just like, oh, no, I'm not. It's it's their fault, okay? Mm. It's not me. But, you know, when you mentioned petty, I, I think it's a bit interesting because men- we mentioned, I mentioned that, when people wrong this, like, what does it mean when people wrong you? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Like, what are some of the things that you would categorize as people wronging you?
1: I think it's so hard, like, there's no a universal definition for this. It really depends on the context of the situation. Let's like, say if, you know, hmm. I get cheated, like, how would I react? I'm not the type that, huh, huh, I'm so angry, but, huh what can I do, you know? I'm going to mm-hmm. do something. Like, oh, I think shit. it's probably my coping mechanism or defense mechanism. I just have to do something. So it kind of makes me feel better in a way. That's why I kind of feel like I'm petty, but it's not something that, oh, I sound so bad, but I'm, it's not something that I'm planning to change because mm. I don't see the harm to me. I know some people, I, I think you mentioned before how like, oh, it it's not healthy for me to hold it for that long. Like, mm. But for me, personally, I don't see it as unhealthy it doesn't it's not harmful to me and the fact is that like because you did hurt me so why can't I do it and I, I think I'm kind of obsessed with the idea like people learn through pain mm. So it's like if I've been through that you have to been through that as so well
0: so you want to teach them something yeah. <laughs> you, But
1: no but as in mm. you, you get me it's not like let's say if, for example like at school like I'm the senior and this junior I've been through this situation it was really hard then like I would want to help out because like the person never caused harm to me but I'm talking about as a situation more like the person uh harmed you yeah, uh, then uh, yeah. I want to give it back.
0: okay what's the reason of giving it back for justice to, to make it fair
1: yeah to make it fair to make me feel better
0: okay, but the things that you mentioned that people learn through pain right so mm-hmm. when someone inflict pain on you because you know mm-hmm. from what you say that you're petty, so you want to inflict pain back to them mm-hmm. correct I but want w-
1: them to know their wrong.
0: Okay, but wouldn't inflicting pain back to them allow them the opportunity to learn and to grow as a person. Yeah. So isn't that counterproductive? So you're technically making them grow. You're making them a better person. From yeah, inflicting I think this pain. I
1: really want people to have that self-awareness. Loki sometimes like could be quite aggressive way, like to harm people. The context for this is like everything beforehand. It's like, this person did hurt me. So I'm going to do mm. it. So like if it's just a neutral thing, like I'm not going to like, oh, because I suffer. So I want you to suffer too. It wouldn't be like that. It's more like like you. Like, did you cause harm to me? So yeah.
0: <sighs> I don't know. It, it's really interesting. Because as I'm thinking about like pettiness, uh, revenge, and you know, like the whole justice, like you do this to me. So I'm going to do this back to you.
1: I think in all honesty, um, so for me, I think one of the things that my reasoning, me being so petty, is that I somehow demonize people sometimes. And I think it's kind of fair. Some people, like, like they kind of deserve it. Not, as, not like no one is 100% bad, 100% good, but some yep. people, they did wrong. Like, mm-hmm. say, for example, if my boyfriend, my ex cheated on me, of course, like I would demonize them in a sort of way. Like, maybe they did fuck up, but I'll probably go a bit extra, you know, extreme to demonize people. And then, of course, I will be like, oh, I'm so mad, you know. He's the bad person. I'm going to take revenge. I'm so petty as well. So I feel like for me, it kind of makes sense because I'm quite petty. So mm-hmm. yeah, but I feel like for you, you don't really have that because we talked about this before. Like, yeah. it seems like for me, it's so normal. Being petty, demonizing people. But I feel like for for you, like, you're the other way. We're completely different. Mm. Our approach is, like, to, like, the whole petty, revenge, demonizing people. I feel like you're more, like, humanizing people. Yeah.
0: Okay, that's, okay, first of all, that's a really good point. I remember we were having this discussion before. I guess, you know, when it comes to demonizing people, that was definitely a strategy or a coping mechanism that I was utilizing many, many years ago let's just say, from, I don't know, for for the most part of my childhood and adolescence, since adolescence, right? Anyhow, what I'm trying to say is that I find that strategy not too effective for my health and well-being mm. because of the fact that when I demonize someone, I always hold this, um would you say grudge or, or sort of like a, an image in your head that this person is all bad, everything, 100% bad. This person was a mistake. Mm. This person is wrong. This person is... Um, brought nothing but bad experiences in my life, you know? All in all, this person is just, you know, like like the word demonizing, is just like a demon in your life. That this person has uh, been a traumatic image or a traumatic representation of what you wish you could have avoided in your life, you know? In mm-hmm. the end of the day, a mistake. However, I feel like by viewing people that have wronged me, like I said, this is like my perception of wronging my perception of, or my rules, the rules that I've created or constructed. And these people, I don't find it effective to me. I don't find it efficient, or I don't find it beneficial. I think that's the main thing. Because by demonizing them, I feel like it causes more negative effects on my health and well-being, where I'm constantly being reminded of it. I'm constantly thinking that, yeah, you know, by demonizing them, I'm able to move on from this incident, that it's easy. It's black and white. It's like, I'm right, you're wrong. Case closed. But the thing is that that never felt right to me. I could never really move on from it despite knowing that, oh, they're all wrong and I'm all right. Because I know that that's sort of like from my perspective. I always try to see from their perspective. And I feel like, you know what? In in the end of the day, things are really great. You know, they could be doing something where I perceive which is completely wrong, right? Mm. But to them, it might be perfectly justified. It might be due to this chain of events circumstances that they underwent, that they decided to do this specific something. And of course, some things are not really uh, debatable. Like to me, it would be like cheating. I think cheating is wrong. Mm. You can justify it. You can reason it. You can say whatever excuses that you want. Cheating is cheating. And cheating is fucked. Like to me, that's like just wrong in general. Mm. However, I feel like I'm never able to move on or to truly accept what happened when I demonize the other person. However, when it comes to humanizing them by understanding why they did it, By trying to understand, by trying to put yourself into their perspectives and should be like, hmm, maybe they did this because of this and that. However, one reminder is that you don't go around punishing yourself despite humanizing them, right? But you don't humanize them and you're like, oh yeah, you know, I used to be a really bad partner and that's the reason why they cheated on me. Oh Oh, yeah, I'm I'm absolute (laughs) shit. It's my fault. It's my fault they cheated. No.
1: Are you attacking me?
0: No. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. I'm speaking from my personal experience. Okay, okay. Sorry, yeah. Maybe I'm projecting or something. Okay, but, I'm
1: projecting too, sorry.
0: Yeah, I'm definitely not referring to you. I'm I'm speaking like on behalf of myself. Mm-hmm. Of course, I definitely went through stages of self-blame. I hated myself. Mm. Self-esteem was an all-time low. And I thought that I'm the reason. Fuck, I'm the reason. I'm not good enough. I'm not anything enough, you know? I'm just not meeting the expectations or whatever they, they demand or whatever they require from me. That's why they cheated on someone that can provide those needs. However, the thing is that in the end of the day, I feel like it's just mismatched expectations. You're just not compatible. You're just not compatible to be together. However, oh, uh, I don't know. This is so messy, to be honest. Like, it's such a raw topic in my head. You know what I mean? It's not something that I've processed. It's not something that I've already gotten conclusions of. I think it's like something where I'm processing on the go right now as I'm speaking with you. Mm. But personally, to me, I feel like humanizing people helps me understand things. And when I can understand something, I can fully move on from it because I understand why it happened. So it's sort of like my personal closure. Mm. It's not a closure that the person has provided me, but it's closure that, ah, okay, I can understand where you're coming from. It's fucked. You know, it's fucked. It's not right. But I get it.
1: I think it's good. But it's kind of like the side effect of humanizing people. Because sometimes like you wouldn't know like, oh, should I be demonizing this person or humanizing? And sometimes like, I feel like the thing is that it, it doesn't work for me because I think I'm a bit extreme. As in, like the same approach could work for you, but not me. As in, I'm quite extreme. Now it's better, but back then it was well hard for me to, but wait, so it's no one's fault. So it's either like, mm. if I'm not demonizing you, if i'm humanizing you Ooh, okay. then it was my fault so, so you're demonizing I, yourself yeah so I, I that's why like for me it was a bit hard it's, it's a bit tricky as in like i think i had the tendency to humanize people that i shouldn't be humanizing mm-hmm. so i end up demonizing myself like i had really bad self image like oh it was my fault like i've done that wrong like it was my all my fault so now it's like i'm, I'm trying to demonize people a bit more it's just bit hard, like, it's, it's nothing as easy, like, oh, I just humanized that person. Mm. But it's always the side effect, like, it's so complicated.
0: Okay, and yeah. would, would you say that it's just, like, it really depends on your coping mechanism or the strategy that works best to, for you?
1: I think I'm still exploring it. As in, I think it's quite a hard concept to accept that, like, in a relationship, when it fell, like, at the end, no one's fault. So it's just, like, it's just not comparable. I think for me, like, it doesn't feel in control in a way, like, the, the reasoning. It's like like after uh like so let's say an experiment a test then I want to see like which part went wrong or like what I could have done better. So if it's someone's fault that I can have at least I have something to grab on like oh, cause his fault. So I won't find another guy like that or my fault. Then I'll stop being a shit girlfriend. So that's something I can grab on. But if the research is just like oh we're just not comparable, I think it's so hard. It's such a you know.
0: It's hard to accept.
1: Yeah it's hard to accept and it basically means there's nothing you can do and the concept Mm. of like there's nothing you can do is so hard to process like so wow like i have no control over this
0: yeah so essentially it's just more of like a out of your control kind of thing yeah you just feel like oh so what that's it i'm supposed to accept that
1: just this person is just like that yeah but like this happened just because yeah it's such a thing that like there's no steps It's just like, just accept, but like, what's the step of accepting? Like, can you tell me, can you write down, how do I measure? You know, it's so hard to measure this kind of stuff. That's why I'd rather like, I, I don't think it's good, but sometimes like unconsciously when you demonize or humanize someone, like it's easier, at least you know...
0: It's, it's easier for you to accept the fact that there's a right and wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: It's easier to accept that someone broke a like, rule. Or he's the
1: shit one or I'm the shit one. At least I can work on myself or I can avoid similar traits in the future.
0: Okay, so just to, just to break it down to two scenarios, right? Mm. One is that the person is wrong and the second one is you're the one wrong. Yeah. You're the one who's in the wrong, mm. okay? So when the other party is wrong, what do you do? How do you learn and what do you do to like overcome it?
1: Does that make sense? I think for me, when I'm wrong, I'm fully aware that I'm wrong. Like, I'll just take it. But when the per- like the other person is at fault, it's- it can be hard for me. as in, like, I have to think about, should I be... Of course, like, unconsciously, I feel like, should I be uh, demonizing or humanizing this person? I think I had attempts of uh, humanizing that person too much that I blame everything on myself, which is not healthy. And I have, like, the art, uh, like, you know, which kind of ends up, like, oh, shit, it's not my fault. Why am i am demonizing myself? And then kind of, like, chuckle yi be like, oh, shit, his fault. There are still people out there that I stop talking. Not necessarily like, romantically, like, as in previous friends, that I just kind of, like, I demonize them as a way to protect myself. And I just withdraw from the relationship. Like, people mm. I just completely... Cut them off, and like they they will forever have that image that they've done something wrong. Mm. I think it's easier for me to with it somehow. That's fair.
0: Um, you you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I definitely have demonized quite a few people in my life, uh, over the course, especially you know like during my teenage years, mm. people that I really cut off or slammed the door when it comes to the the, the social connections that you have, right? Mm-hmm. But the things that I don't perceive it this way anymore. Mm. Um, I do not know how to explain what change? but I feel like something has changed within me where I feel like there is really no point demonizing them and there's no point holding on to the grudge where oh this person did this to me before or I did this to them before I feel like in the end of the day we were all at one stage of our lives where probably we were not compatible you know be it as friends partners housemates uni mates schoolmates wh- whatever it is you know mm. anything at all but I feel like at that specific point of time, maybe we were not in the right headspace for one another's presence. Like, I, I know this sounds pretty hippie, but it's like, maybe like <laughs> the vibe wasn't clicking. Timing. Yeah. Or like the timing. And the timing is not like, oh, you know, uh, timing is everything, but it's more like the development of your character. Mm-hmm. You're at that point of life where mm-hmm. you're not too stable or, you know, you're, you're not too developed just yet. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think... I'm not ashamed to admit that I was at a few points of my life where, you know, I've cut off a few social connections where I definitely was not developed yet. I feel like I was relatively immature. I feel like there were a lot of things that I could have improved on. There were many things that I could have probably forgiven or, or closed an eye. But I feel like as a person, sometimes I'm a bit more rigid, structured. Mm. Everything revolves around plan, everything revolves around control, right? Sort of like a control freak. Mm. But the things that I think sometimes people take it personally that, it's because of them Mm, but it's it's not them it's not them as a human being it's just the things that they do it does not fit into my rules my really rigid rules which Mm. is of course not fair to impose on people
1: it's the event not the person
0: exactly yeah it's it's what the person did rather than like the person is shit but no it's like you did this which i'm not too cool with and because i'm not too cool with it obviously speaking sort of like created like a rift or, or like a like a tremor in our um like relationship. You, you know what like I said, all these rules that I have sometimes in my with my own lives, um obviously right now I'm I'm working on it. I'm learning to be a bit more flexible, to be a bit more spontaneous, candid, to be more open to experience and open to things that are more foreign. But look, what I'm trying to say that in the end of the day is that. I do understand that we were not at the right points of our lives. And this is general to everyone that, yeah, I'm, I, I don't think anyone's wrong. Sometimes, sometimes, of course, like, of course there are events where people are wrong, but yeah, I don't really hate them. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like, ah oh, nah, screw them. I know I wish we have a shit life, but I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's, it's a bit of a shame that we probably lost contact. I'm always open to reconnect, to be honest. Um, it's not like I'm desperate for it, but at the same time, it's not like I'm averse to it. It's just that if you're open to it, I'm open to it, why not? Why not learn from the experience and talk about it? Uh, I mean, it can be quite uncomfortable. It can be a bit awkward. You know, talking about events that happened, like, what, five, ten years ago? But look, I'm in all honesty, I don't really care. Like, if you could learn from it, why not? Like, if you prioritize self-development, character development and go for it. In the end day, everyone have their own ways of coping. Do what works for you, but make sure that it's sustainable.
1: I feel like for me, I have difficulty forgiving people. I think it's literally my, like, It's not like, oh my God, I'm a Gemini. I I don't drink (laughs) coffee. It's not like that kind of shit. I think I'm fully aware of it and and I don't see the point of changing it. Like, so far, me living like this hasn't brought any harm. Like, for you, you're like, oh, when I recall, I've done it wrong. Like, you know, I think I was being a bit immature. And I think for the people that I cut off, like, maybe I was a bit immature, but my maturity had nothing to do with them being shit people mm. and like I don't think a single person that I've cut off in my life that I regret that I wanna talk to them again no not a single one mm. I think I when I I'm quite like uh insightful <laughs> I don't know like, I never really regret when it comes to people I cut off in my life yeah and mm. I just feel like it's like humanizing it's like when I look at look back like at people who caused damage you know like harm me before it's like, mm. like for me, it's like, is it him? I said, I understood, you know, childhood trauma, like how your parents treated you, but it doesn't mean like I have to forgive you, and you know, okay, it's your fair. yeah. For me, I kind of live like that, and I feel like it's better for my mental health.
0: Okay, that's fair. I think you know, in the end, they do what's best and do what's sustainable. Mm-hmm. If you think this specific strategy works for you, especially in the long term, then go mm-hmm. for it. But if it's something where it's a short-term coping mechanism, where it only works for like, what, 12 months, and then you're going to crash and regret after, then obviously speaking, that's not sustainable because you're setting yourself up for failure. Mm. Um, although there's one thing I like to clarify when you mentioned the word regret, right? It's such a strong word. I think I don't regret cutting off the social connections in my past. That's not something I'm like, oh man, I still wish that I'm still friends with, you know, ABC. But it's more like, I'm more than happy and I'm I'm open to reconnect, but I don't regret what happened. Because what happened, happened. And I'm pretty sure it's mutual and like both characters, you know, both parties, or if there's more than two parties, all parties have developed somewhat, hopefully, from that event. Mm. And you have learned something from it. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's like, yeah, it happened. It's a a clash of like ideas or clash of like rules at a time. But, you know, it doesn't mean that when you reconnect, you have to make sure that you're aligned by the same rules. But I definitely see where you're coming from, you know, regarding that. If it works for you, it works for you. If it's better for your mental health, look, there's no obligation to, to, to reconnect with people or whatsoever, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I feel like it's like a trend or something. People always, but not, not saying you, but it's just in general, people always encourage people or like promoting that whole, oh, we connect with your old friends. Like, you know, it's stuff. I don't know, like why (laughs) to me like why you want to reconnect with people so bad like no Mm. i think i like making
0: new friends
1: (laughs) but i think i genuinely i like making people regret that's kind of like my way for someone who's super petty like me (laughs) wait is this part of the podcast no please don't okay okay i think i like making people regret Probably people not even, like, they're not even regretting. They have no idea what's happening. But for me, just like that little thing I do to myself to make myself feel better. Mm. Like, to, yeah, yeah, fuck you, you know. Mm. The, probably they live really good, but it makes me feel like, yeah, I wish you regret. I'm going to stop talking to you. Probably that person doesn't care. Mm. But for me, it's a way to, like, to revenge. That and you meaning. feel
0: good as well. Yeah. Yo. You feel good doing it. So if it gives you that, yeah, that boost, right?
1: Yeah. For me, it's a way to punish people. For you're going to hate it. But for me, it's a way to punish people to not give closure. So a lot of people that I cut off in my life because I felt like you hurt me.
0: So, Wait, is this part of the podcast, right?
1: I don't know. I'll think about it.
0: So yeah, look, uh, I think this topic or topics that we've discussed today has been uh, here there, and everywhere because of the fact that it's so candid. It's so raw, right? Like, it's not something that we've truly processed. Like, even when we talked about it back then, what, Last week? it was still, like, something that we're still trying to process, trying to understand, because we are still building the self-awareness of, like, our, our coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, at least that's for me. Like, I'm still trying to think, like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm open to it, but why am I open to it? I don't know. <laughs> like, I still haven't, like, thought about it just yet, but if there's one thing that you can give as a takeaway for this episode, what would it be? Like, one advice or whatever it is, one statement.
1: If you want to key your ex car, go do it as long as you're happy. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but you, you know what I mean? Like, Jesus it sounds Christ. so toxic. But to, <laughs> to me, it's like, oh, as long as it's healthy to me, you know. You'd be like, you know, I'll, I could be like, oh my God, yesterday I just went to my ex place and I key his car. You'd be like, what the fuck, Casey? That's so ridiculous. Like, that's so toxic. But with my reasoning, it's like, oh my God, I was in a really abusive relationship mm-hmm. and I got shit on. They'd be like, oh, okay, that's fair. You know, do it to his dad's car as well, you know? Mm-hmm. That's the thing like but it's really on your self awareness like are you lying to yourself is it healthy or not
0: so yeah guys that's um Casey's takeaway for this episode <laughs> and um <laughs> my takeaway would be um look just practice more empathy man like you know just <laughs> stop <laughs> ouch okay I'll try no, no 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 not you my <laughs> takeaway for this episode why are you I'm taking this it personally pit, uh,
1: yeah <laughs>
0: But, yeah, in all honesty, just practice more empathy and stop being so self-centered you know, um I guess that's my advice, I don't know, like my advice for myself, yeah, but yeah, like I said, you know, thank you guys for listening, as always. um, this is low high trips, super messy episode, completely understand that, but, hey, you know, we want to maintain this raw and candid sort of like a vibe to it instead of like coming up with a script and talking about it once we are all experts when it comes to the topics that we've discussed right so yeah i just want to say uh once again thank you for listening uh low high trips available everywhere spotify apple podcast youtube wherever you know what i mean um yeah have a lovely life take good care of yourself stay hydrated stay high stay low and we'll see you in the next episode Bye. bye Please don't key Your access car
1: (laughs) I'm not encouraging that I'm just saying I'm not encouraging that But You know If you're gonna do it Do it If it makes you happy No 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 As far as It's legal though